Welcome to the first episode of the show that is not named, done by Clifford Nikorski. I'm here with our very first guest, Magic Jordan. He's a very close friend of mine. We've made music for almost 10 years together, like two maniacs in love, dancing in the wind. Uh, here's Magic Jordan. What song are we going to hear first? The smallest goodbyes are the hardest. The song is called, you don't need to hear me say it. <laughs> the smallest goodbyes are the, are the hardest by Magic Jordan. Here we go. Do you need a beer or anything? I'd love one, yeah. Let's get I'll some beer. One. We're grabbing some beer. We're in the studio. We're in the Drooping Rug Studio. This is home of Magic Jordan, mm-hmm. a.k.a. You, some people it? know him as Andy Marshall, but very few. <laughs> we know him as Magic Jordan around here, baby, at Drooping Rug. And, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful studio. It's got everything you would ever imagine you'd need to make music. We've got a piano from 1909-ish. 
ish. Yeah. And we've got this beautiful mixing board. Tell us a little bit about this. Okay, this one's from uh, the early 70s-ish. I got it from a friend and producer, Theo Karen. Shout out to Theo Karen. He's done many, many works many. On, our, um, on The Sleeping Ghost. Ghost. And, and, and Magic Jordan. And Magic Jordan, yep. Um, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's an early 70s Yamaha. Um, so what are you working on here? Are you working on, on Grindle, SoundCloud? What are you recording? What's your program? Pro Tools? Oh, uh, yeah, Pro Tools. I started on Grindle, but uh, now I'm on Pro Tools. I'm on uh, SoundCloud XP, <laughs> and it's doing pretty good for me, I don't see why you'd spend all that money <laughs> on this. Yeah. Uh, well, this place is beautiful. We've got a wall Thanks, of man. art here. Yeah, we have a... Um, you're missing a, a piece up there. I've, I've asked all my friends to uh, contribute to this, this wall of art. Well, I show up to the party late, yeah. baby. But, yeah, it's beautiful in here. Anybody out there that wants to record some real fucking music <laughs> instead of that bullshit that you call songs um okay yeah, so I'm always, look, always looking for people so uh good people andy's amazing if you've got some real shit you want to get done he might record you a song for free mm. if you got some real yeah. shit you're a sweetie you're an angel you might want to talk he might offer that but That's otherwise you're paying <laughs> That's very, very true. All of that is very true. Yeah. So, anyways, that's that's a beautiful song. The smallest goodbyes are the hardest. Can you tell us a little bit about the song? Yeah. Well, it was um, in inspired by uh, by you. Um, we used to live here on the same property. This is a studio mm -hmm. slash beautiful home. Yeah. And Van Nuys. It's a Van Nuys part of town. Yeah. And for our relationship prior to that. Um, we would, you know, we'd see each other, hang out, and, uh, the goodbyes were always kind of grand, and, like, a big hug, they'd take, like, five minutes, and, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna miss you, man, uh, and we wouldn't see each other for a week, or maybe a, a few days, and those were easy, those were, uh, you knew what to do, as far as goodbyes yeah. were concerned, but, uh, once he moved in, it got a little, uh, it was, was tricky. It was tricky. Yeah, it, was, it got a little tricky because I'm seeing him five times a day, and I want to give him the the long goodbye, you know. But it, uh, you know, we just time is of the essence. It would get awkward when you'd have to say the like he. I'd be standing by the sliding glass door. I lived on the outside patio. And I'd be standing there, and he'd be ready to go into his room. And it had a sliding wooden door inside. <laughs> yeah. And we'd both be ready to slide our different doors. Uh -huh. But we'd be looking at like, oh, yeah, cool. Well, like a first yeah, date maybe I'll see you. Time. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, <laughs> it was like, I'm probably going to see you in five minutes when I have to pee. Yeah. So how do you say goodbye Yeah. in, these, in the small increments? Yeah, and so you said... Uh, I mean, I'm sure you said that. Yeah, I said the smallest goodbyes are the hardest. Uh huh. And then who came up with the, the Kermit? It, I I was listening to a lot of the Rainbow Connection, and so I was like, that almost sounds like a Kermit song. And then Dan, our great friend, drummer of every band you've ever heard of, he's in. He plays drums on Andy stuff, Magic Jordan stuff. Uh, Sleeping Ghost stuff. My Satellite. My Satellite, which is another project that Andy's in. Yeah. And it takes away a lot of time from the things I need to get done. And I'm pissed! Um, yeah, it's beautiful stuff. And this guy just started singing in a Kermit voice. Kermit the Frog voice. The smallest goodbyes are the hardest. And, and I think it was that melody. Yeah, too. it was just it was this like, perfect little... It yeah. was kind of that... I don't know if it was that melody exactly, but it was something like that. Yeah. And Andy went into the studio and made this beautiful song. Thanks. And here we are. Yeah. So we're going to go... We're going to grab some beers. We're going to come back. Uh, prepare for a quick word from your sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Carl's Favorite Cars. 
If you hit me up, I'll come over to your house and I'll tell you about some of the best cars I've seen out on the road this week. I saw a GTO, just for starters. It was red, cherried out, had everything, mint condition. Thing was it purring like a kitten. The thing was beautiful. I saw an Eldorado, 1974 Eldorado. Thing was blue. It was beautiful. Oh my God, you should have seen it. Anyways, you hit me up at one eight hundred. Talk to talk to Jeff about cars, and I will. I'll do it. I'll tell you everything I've seen. I've saw a Camaro. And it was all black. And it kind of had a cool thing going. But the guy put a kind of a bonehead spoiler on the back. It kind of ruined it. So anyways, yes, that's what I do. Thank you very much. Enjoy the episode. Then we're back. Hello. With Magic Jordan. Hey, guys. And uh, we're talking some shit now. Now we're going to talk about our friends and say horrible things about them. So what do you really think about Mitch? Uh, no, we're not going to do that at all. Today, today we're going to talk about a little uh, inspiration. What is, what is some of your inspiration? What are you tap, tapping into these days as an artist to get you motivated. Where are you at right now? Because you recorded a beautiful album. We were supposed to have that. We had a split album mm-hmm. planned, but technology wouldn't allow it. Yeah. Either that or it was this little nasty shit. <laughs> That's a I'm not going to say it. Yeah, Tim, uh, who ruined it for us and said that we couldn't do a split album. I think we could have, to tell you the truth. But here we are. But... Your portion of the album was gorgeous. Thanks, man. And it came from a beautiful place. Thanks. What, what, uh, where are you drawing from these days? Well, I, I mean, honestly, dude, like, uh, um, I'm, I am kind of, I'm take, I, I've been writing songs for about 15 years straight, and um, I'm uh, forcing uh, myself to take a break, in a way. Um, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take a break. Yeah, yeah. I um, I guess I was I've been I was trying to write songs after that album, and uh, I don't know. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, yeah. So now you're kind of right now. You're taking your break, and you're soaking in inspiration. Yeah, exactly. And you're ramping up to 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 lay down some more. You yeah, were, exactly. You were recording a lot of songs. Yeah. You have a lot recorded. Yeah. When you say you're taking a break, that means you're taking a break after recording like dozens and dozens and dozens yeah, exactly. of songs. Yeah. For the last couple of years, it's not. I did an out. I did six songs, right, and I right. haven't written anything since. And I, I just I. It's, suspected that something was wrong when I was recording these dozens of songs and I just couldn't finish them I was just getting ideas down and you know actually getting like full songs down and not releasing them and um I just need to investigate why that is alright so you're in the middle you're in in the process of Getting to the bottom yeah. of your you being reluctant to yeah, exactly. release some of this material that yeah. you recorded. Yeah, and I realize nobody gives a shit. I'm not terrible, you know. Like these songs aren't terrible. No, they're great songs. I, I will say now. <laughs> Thanks. I've, man. I think I've heard most of them. Yeah, you have. Yeah. And they're beautiful songs. There's yeah. nothing wrong with these songs. Most people would be. Very proud to release any of those songs. Yeah, and so, thanks, man. So, like, why didn't I release them? What am I so scared about? Why is it when I do release songs, do I just, like, not promote them? And, you know, yeah, well, that? well, you've been on a quest, mm-hmm. tapping into the subconscious. You've, I know that you've done a lot of research on your own time. Yeah. Can, are you 
prepared to speak of the methods that you've been using? Yeah, absolutely. Therapy. Yeah, it's uh, it's psychedelics. Psychedelics. Okay, talk to us about the psychedelic. Yeah. So in uh, in December, I did my first mescaline group therapy uh, session, and it was in Santa Barbara, and it kind of changed my life. I um, I have a very good therapist that uh, that hooked me up with this, and he was kind of the the shaman, I guess you'd say, and uh, it, um, uh, I mean, by the next day, I, w- I was, I was a smoker, and I was, I was having my cigarette, and halfway through, I realized this is really stupid, and then I went to get my daily fast food, and I realized that was really stupid, and I had the, all these habits that I didn't know that I had, and, um, I mean, um, you know, among a lot, a lot of other things. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, now you're tapping in, you're trying to find... I'm tap. yeah, I'm tapping in, like, to the human side. I kind of had this, this thing where I gotta be a human first, and then an artist second, so I have to understand what it, what it is to be a human before I can be commenting on human things yeah. as an artist. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful that you have that understanding and you have the depth enough to go, maybe I need to learn more. A lot of people don't. A lot of people just think they know. They they understand everything. And, yeah. And almost use art as a, as a cloak. Mm. Just get away with oh, that pretending, pretending yeah. to know things when yeah. you really don't. Because yeah. a lot of people can write good songs and and clever things, mm-hmm. but not understand the weight of them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, for me that I was like, just lyrically, maybe I was uh, before I was writing too much, uh, too many platitudes and like um, writing in a way. I don't know, though it just wasn't true to myself. I know, I don't know. I know everybody thinks their old stuff is shit and the stuff they're working on, the new stuff is... The... Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. I don't know. So you're feeling... No, it's just me. You're feeling like you're tapping in. You're un- unva- unveiling a new layer... Yeah. ...of yourself... Yeah. ...musically. Yeah, and, what do I, what I want to be? Um, that's beautiful. Do you have uh, when's the? Do you have any plans to play soon? You're no. playing with. Oh, I'm playing with my satellite. My satellite. Yeah, so that's been a, a great. Um, Tell us about this project. And well, now pro- you know, <laughs> you and Brian are good friends. Yeah, we've. Tell been playing, us a little bit about that project. Yeah, we've been playing music together for about ten years, and. Um, for the last four years, we kind of embarked on this journey of uh, making making a record. We're we're still still working on it. We're mixing it right now, um, but we're playing our first show on September 30th at the Bootleg. And, Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, I don't know if I gloss, glossed over too much, um, but uh, yeah, it's um, I just have all these these great people in my life that I get to work on on music with. So where do you see yourself right? How are you feeling right now? I know it's vague. Mm-hmm. It's always a vague because you're in constant. As an artist, you're a responsible artist. You're in constant discovery. So you don't know what you may discover tonight while taking a shit or something. You might go, "Oh my god, yeah. what am I doing? I yeah. need to do, try this." What do you feel like your next? Like what are you feeling your next moves are as an artist right now? Um. Focusing like on produ- production, engineering, recording, writing, performing live. Where where are you at right now? Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna focus on the production and the the engineering side. Um, I think songwriting wise, um, I've uh, the last few years I've just kind of ended up imitating myself in a way that's uh, weird and not satisfying as a songwriter. So like I said. You know, uh, take a break, and I'm good. You know, I'm good at producing, 
I'm not yeah. so good at engineering, but I'm, I'm I want to work on those things. I think you're pretty good. Oh, well, I think you're pretty good at all the things. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's just pretty much, in my opinion, my humble opinion, that I don't throw out a lot. <laughs> okay, if you hear one of my opinions, you must you must be in a very special place at a special time because I don't throw these out often. <laughs> but uh, Andy, I think. You have uh, The World is Your Oyster with creativity. And I'm excited to see whatever you feel like doing next. Just follow your heart is what I would think. And I trust your heart. I trust your direction and motives. And I'm so excited to hear whatever project or anything that you're working on. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to discuss here. Yeah. And, um, yeah, as far as this segment goes, I think it's about over. But we're going to talk a little bit more coming up after another word from our sponsors um, about why is it that lead guitar players, like you can take the greatest lead guitar players, Eddie Van Halen, Jimmy Page, Bosco Rogens. He's an old blues guy that not a lot of people know about. I do because I'm, you know, I'm really in tune with blues and jazz and that sort of thing. And you guys are probably assholes, so you don't know about Roscoe. Um, anyway, so we're going to talk about why are these guitar players so horrible when they branch out on their solo projects. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hi, this is another one of your sponsors. I'm Mike. And I want you to have me make you potato skins. You notice how there's not a lot of good potato skin places? That's right. I'm still good at them. Remember the ones that you used to have at TGIF? Remember Red Robins? I have a place. I'm going to call it Skinheads. Skinheads, potato skins, and we're just here to supply potato products for all of our skinheads, all of our music heads, all of our just, you know, fun people. A lot of people love potato skins, so we're here for you, and uh, you can try a foreskin sampler, four different kinds of skins. Um... We're back, baby. Don't forget to get some extra ranch for those skins. Um, We're here with Magic, Jordan. And we were going to talk a little bit about why is it that guitar players, these legendary guitar players, are so horrible at doing solo albums. Yeah. What well, happens? Well, I, for the, I don't, I'm not... I'm why not do sh- they think they can? I'm not sure why they can't... Uh, the, the first thing I think about when, when you mentioned that, though, was, was the Beatles and how that wasn't true. Yeah. With them and why, why that wasn't I guess because they were all writing the songs to begin that's, with. That's true. And singing. That's true. They're and all, writing all songs. We're singer-songwriters. Yeah. That's different. Like yeah. you and me, we're both singer-songwriters. Yeah. So, so when we go off on our own way, oh, and we can, we're still we can singers. Hold our, hold yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. Andy has a fly in the studio, and oh. I'm not going to not talk about it, because <laughs> Andy is the most peaceful, mild <laughs> person. But there's two things. Yeah, two things. Maybe three. I don't want to say what the third one is. <laughs> but the first one is technology not working. Yeah. He will go from peaceful to smashing the keyboard like a wild man screaming, Fuck! <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. Out of nowhere. Not yeah. an exaggeration. And Andy talks like he does 98, <laughs> 99% of the time. And then all of a sudden he'll be sitting there and he'll go, Fuck! <laughs> like and I was in high school of football again or something. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so now... This, the second thing is the fly, the typical f- house fly. 
that one will get him screaming and going nuts. And there's yeah. one in the room now. Yep. So I'm trying to keep it cool. Uh, yeah, he's trying to play it cool, but I'm worried. Yeah, one of my fucks has never been caught on tape. So this it might be, be the, the one. <laughs> it might be the one that <laughs> gets caught on tape. So why is it that these guitar players are horrible? So you said the Beatles, and the, yeah. so we just decided that singer-songwriters who get together, mm -hmm. that doesn't count. We're no. talking about the, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Jimmy And Jimmy Page, like, Page, a, an arguably amazing producer. Producer, yeah. Songwriter. Songwriter. Well... Was he singing on his solo things? I don't know. <laughs> but let's just say this much. <laughs> Now that we're getting talking about, it. yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I assume he did because I've heard him sing, and yeah. it's poor. Yeah. It's not good. Maybe there's a, a better. Richie guitarist. Sambora, the guitar player of Bon Jovi, mm. he has a solo album, and it's so bad. The fucking fucking Slash. Mm, yeah, so I, he, well, he has, doesn't sing on it. He he has he hired yeah, yeah. He, oh yeah, he'll go out of his way to. Get the fuck Tommy Lee to sing on it or something retarded. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing, these great guitar players, mm -hmm. when they branch out yeah. on their own. Yeah. I don't know what that is. They're, like, delusional. Yeah. You wonder, how did they get in the band to begin with? Like, well, they fit thank God. They, they Yeah, but they can never find another slot. Tom Morello is the worst 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 <laughs> I don't know if I should get that angry about but no, he's yeah. horrible yeah he does the night watchman and he's like hey, hey. it's like it's the most horrible thing I've ever heard like I wonder how could you go from being so good because he was only good in that role and rage uh, like yeah because he, he does the do same guitar much. solo and yeah. all the audio slave things yeah. Everyone was Right. He's great at that. It's great when it's with rage. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't need audius it doesn't work with audius slave. It doesn't work alone. I guess it's like um when shows do spin offs and you only have a few that have worked over the years. Frasier. Yeah, you're right. Frazier <laughs> might be the only one Frazier. that's acceptable. Uh, Mark and Mindy. Yeah, yeah. That was happy days. But, you know, they tried to get uh, Dwight to do a... a they, the they beat never, farm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that never took off. I think there's just, like, a guitar player specifically fills... It's kind of fucked. Yeah. When the band he's good in doesn't work out. Yeah. And now he's got to try to go out there and find another million-to-one chance of finding the right guys that... Yeah, that's yeah. why there's only one left. Well, I feel that one. when I, I sometimes try to do drums on my demo, and I'm like, if if there was, like, a team of yes-men around me saying, like, yeah, Andy, that's good. Yeah, yeah, just keep doing it. it. It's not good. I have wonderful drummers around me everywhere, Cliff, Dan, and... Uh, so, like, yeah, you get a guy like Jimmy Page where everybody's just like, oh, that's great. That's what I... See, I got a guy in my life that I love so much, but he does some stuff that I just don't dig. Mm -hmm. I can't relate or feel at all. But Dave Grohl, mm. he is so incredible. He's such an incredible musician. He's such a great person. But, man, he does, like... When that album came out, he was like, It's times like these, times and times again. <laughs> I was just like, dude, did everybody around you go, Yeah, that's good, man. 9-11. Whew, that's what, the song what, we what all need. What, what year is this? Or what album is it this? It was right after 9-11. Oh, okay. Times like these. Well, artists, artists were stuff. Times and times again. Yeah. But he started doing a lot of... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and using this part of his voice mm -hmm. that no one agreed to. Yeah, and and I think it's you know probably like a vocal coach was like, oh, you know, if you sing from here, you can. Do that's it. still really good and powerful, and you can but do it won't. Two hundred fifty dates. Yeah, you and, and 
at Quimbley Stadium, Quim- isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Quimbley. <laughs> Three nights at Quimbley. Man, if I ever get booked at Quimbley Stadium, let Dude, me tell you. That's that's our, that's on our vision board. Well, yeah. That and being on Comb Man O'Brien um, or David Latterman. I know Jay Limo isn't around anymore, but <laughs> no, that would have been. Jay Limo was here, he would have us on. He'd have us <laughs> playing at Quimbley in two minutes. The Troubadour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stupid. at the Rossi. Um, <laughs> uh, the Veeper Room. <laughs> so let's let's let's. I'm gonna stop it right now. Watch this. Hello, this is your sponsor speaking. Uh, it's really not. It's Cliff. <laughs> I was just kidding. I'm not the manager of Ross. But Ross has paid me to tell you to go there this coming weekend. Because they've got pants you almost want for a great price. Get the shirt that almost looks like something you want cheaper than you can get the one you want somewhere else. And that's the Ross way. If you go to Ross and you don't find something that's almost right, then we haven't done our job, is what they say. Uh, The dressing rooms are awkward. The sizing stinks. The shoes are weird. One day I was in Ross, and I was walking in the shoe aisle, and the, the aisles were really close together. And this guy went to squeeze past me, and he burped in his mouth and then blew out the air kind of in my face and I could tell he ate a hot dog and so as revenge I decided that I was gonna fucking lay a horrible fart on him so I walk by him and I go to let out a fart and instead I diarrhea shit myself because I don't drink water for five weeks and drink nothing but Bud Light So I just stood behind this guy and diarrhea shit in my own pants. And he heard the sound and he looked back in horror. And I looked at him and I just, that's right. I shit myself, sir. How about that? I went and had to buy burgundy jeans just because I didn't have pants to wear out of there. And we're back with Magical Jordan, or Magic Jordan, or MJ Cruisers. Uh, this is Magic Jordan, and um, what were we talking about? Farts? I just farted nastily. Um, I, uh, Bad. I, I do this thing. I, I try not to eat meat, and I do really well for two weeks, and then I totally relapse, and I'm on day three of meat eating. And uh, we're uh, we're smelling it. And it smells like we're three days in. <laughs> yeah. We're getting to the core. Yeah. The core. Yeah. That big old dinosaur rib in Fred Flintstone's car tips the whole thing over. Yeah. It's That's the bad. smell. That's bad. So, Andy. Yes. G- uh, um, with that in mind, <laughs> how's dating life going? I know you're a single guy. I'm and I'm going to do I'm going to do a series of interviews about dating life. Please. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna try to get Lauren and some of the trim ladies on. Nice. Maybe we can have you on on that one. Yeah. And be the guy. Yeah. You're single guy. They're single ladies. Uh-huh. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't get enough of those these days. We don't do, get. Do let's square off and just no, have a we real don't. conversation. I was joking, but we don't get enough conversation because, um, you know, the dating apps. Uh, it's um, it's uh, feels like speed dating a little bit. Yeah, and uh, you can't be long-winded, you know. Um, Can I ask you this? Yes. What's the best? What do you consider to be the best experience you've had on online with online dating? Mm. What's the ultimate best thing? I want to know about the expectation. I want to know the best that you've experienced. And then I want to know about the worst. The, okay. But so start with, what's the expectation going in? Well, f- I don't know. For me, um, best case scenario, I find my wife. 
you know, and we, that's, uh, that's the story we tell for the rest of our lives. Um, the realistic expectation, um, uh, I don't know, like, uh, <laughs> sorry. We like <laughs> stories. Obviously, I'm, me and Andy, uh, <laughs> me, Andy and I, we're romantic. We mm. want the romance story. Yeah. We like the cute shit. We take the horrible things with it, but mm. also, we do like following the concept of falling in love. Yeah, and being like, wow, and and mm. here we go. Yeah, I guess that's the yeah that's um. That's the expectation. I don't know if that's it, because that's so high, so lofty. Maybe I should up my expectations. Because I just expect it... I expect to just survive. Like, I just want to get through it without being an idiot. Or, like... Maybe you need to raise the expectation. Yeah. You need to go in there going, what's your deal? Yeah. I want to know I want to know what you're doing. Yeah. What's... The, oh, you don't work for me. That's yeah. horrifying. Yeah. Let's I guess finish it's a, this IPA... Yeah. And call it a night. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what I need to work on is uh, recognizing what's not good for me. Yeah. Because I just need people to like, like George Costanza, like I just need people to like so me. You're so you're trying to make whatever work. Yeah. Tr- you're tr- trying to yeah, make almost... Historically, yeah. Yeah, almost trying to make whatever situation you find yourself in work. Yeah. And that's good. That's a... I mean, no, it's good. <laughs> it's a good way to be... I just made a weird face. Uh, that was good. Yeah, and he made a weird face. Like maybe not. Maybe that's not such a good thing. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us are out here trying to figure out how to function with other people. Yeah, and figure things out. So yeah. it's not so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I've had a, a lot of really good experiences. Um, What's the best case? Scenario: Best thing that's happened on an online date. Um. Well, I I keep thinking of uh, of uh. Oh my god, I, I don't remember her name. <laughs> well, that's good because we can't say her name, so just make up any oh, name. Oh yeah. Uh, Cr- beaver Trail. Be- beaver Beaver Trail. Hot Beaver Junior. Yeah. Uh, we met at um, what's that place on Victory and Coldwater? The Tiki The Tiki. Place. Oh, where's yeah. Yeah, and I it was like my second Tinder date at that time and I was like I was kind of green and she just kind of held my hand through through the whole thing and uh she talked a lot, which I like. Um I I I went on one date where I had to be the talker. Uh-huh. And it was um a disaster. Uh what, what, I love So that's the, how the day end, but the the good date. The good date. The best case, how did it end? Uh, well, it ended the next morning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's not, like, the good part. We couldn't have not had. Yeah, yeah, but, it, but that's how it ended. It was just so easy. And it went perfect. This yeah. is the best case scenario. This is the yeah. best date you've had off Tinder. Yeah. and Or whatever service. Yeah, yeah. Be. And, um, what... Why didn't it work out? I guess. I was, yeah. What happens at the end? I I wasn't that attracted to her. Well, there you go. They know. They know you're not attracted. Do they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, isn't that, but isn't that bad that I that we still had sex? No, because you guys didn't want to. Well, I don't. I don't want to speak on her part because you're an attractive guy. But uh, the goal wasn't about establishing a relationship, and you know, it was a the goal. The goal was to fuck at that point. I guess I think that was agreed upon by both parties. Yeah, she, she was dropping me off at the house, and she asked to come in. And okay, yeah, she wanted to. Girls want to fuck, too. Yeah. Everybody wants to fuck. Yeah. They're out there just like, could you just fuck me? And <laughs> you know, me, I, we both prove each other we're not we're Jack normal. in the Box on the way. Yeah. I'm sure. You're getting Jack in the Box? No, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> I can imagine 
going on a date and oh I've been on many you're dates you're just like let's just fuck and I'll get some Jack in the Box oh, right. on the way home and watch yeah. the show yeah yeah not that one should we watch shows did you so she left in the morning mm. what was the did you interact any more beyond that um yeah we saw each other about like once a year for the last three years <laughs> What would you say, do you benefit from that? Like, how would you say, what do you get from that? Mm. Just kind of like making sure you're not an asshole? Yeah. Is that like almost like a, I hate to say it, selfish type thing? Oh, no, I I think not. Not that you're a selfish person in any way. You're the best. But is it just kind of like, oh, I feel like I'm not just, I didn't just fuck this person. And describe, because you're a thoughtful person. Yeah. You don't want to be just I'm a that. Th- okay, you I'm... don't want to be that in someone's life. No. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, I I mean, I don't, but that, that doesn't keep us from doing things we don't want to do. Yeah. Or don't want to be. Yeah. You know? So with her, you see her, these, does and then, it get and I'm sexual? A procrast- yeah, yeah. And so I'm a procrastinator, too. So do you have sex with her when yeah. you meet her? Yeah. Okay, so that's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah, uh, because I was thinking you guys just got together for tea <laughs> once a year. And I no, was like, not tea. I was like, what are you getting from that? <laughs> now I get it. Yeah, now there's you uh, get, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, nice. But, okay. I, but like I said, I'm a procrastinator, I so, like, I would, we would, I would, <laughs> I would hit her up um, kind of at my lowest times, you know, like, and I'm just waiting till the last second psychically like I'm feeling like total shit yeah uh, I I need to do something about this uh oh I'll call what was her name Be- Beaver Tail Beavis Beavis yeah <laughs> Miss Beavis <laughs> and um so I don't like that I think that is um that's selfish and I'm like kind of but do you think do, are you picking up on anything where you think she wants more yeah so yeah, at the at the beginning she kind of did. Yeah. But you guys kind of talked and made it somewhat. No. No, it was bad. It. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, I was actually making the record with Theo when it was going down, and I uh, I'm really bad at texting, and she did not take well to that. So that after. At all. It was yeah. It was a few months after our first date. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. she slowly, but she still wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, after Hang that. Out. Yeah, mm-hmm. after you know, we've we we hung out a few times. After Did, that. Do you think she understands now? Where like yes, where ta- the where you two are at? We talked. We hung out four months ago. Was uh, we didn't have sex. It was the only time we didn't have sex, and um, she uh, we talked all about all that. Right. Yeah, and it that's felt, good. Yeah, it felt really good. and she moved. This is so. the thing, guys. We we go out there and we hit up Facebook and we get furious in the moment and we start shitting on each other we go this fucking guy we we hooked up and he doesn't want anything from we say all these this shit we talk all the shit but we don't often speak up enough when things work themselves out when you thought something bad and things weren't weren't uh going as you'd like them to but then later you come to an understanding and you make peace with it. A yeah. lot of people talk about yeah. things when they're at their most negative, mm-hmm. and then they forget to follow up on on that, yeah. you know, on the result, the resolve, which yeah. is now you see this girl. If we would have stopped the story halfway, it would have been, oh, Andy, you're kind of a dick. Yeah, you're hanging out with her, having sex with her. Mm-hmm. She kind of wants more, but then now you guys have an understanding, yeah. and you're participating in a mutual. Uh, and, and it really helped because the t- this last time we did see each other, I was in a good place. It was like, yeah, hey, uh, let's have dinner, you know. Yeah, and um, and so it just kind of facilitated that honest conversation about it, what's actually. That's happening. beautiful because yeah. it's important to not allow yourself to be so hurt mm. immediately. You know, yeah. there's just so much. We all have so much trauma in relationships, yeah. 
that it's easy to go the second something is I'm kind of guilty of that where things aren't working I mm -hmm. just go shut down you're done bye yeah I'm kind of cutthroat yeah so I admire that about you that you give it a chance to write it out you do mm. the right thing mm. and you, you see how that the right thing plays out and not enough people do that yeah yeah well yeah. I love it thanks man baby so get ready because my satellite yeah we're pl playing a show on Andy's September 30th Blue Lake Theater be there be s or, or don't be there. You won't be square if you're there. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's kind of my bush. There's a better phrase. <laughs> my for that. If you're not there, then you're square. Wait. What I'm trying to say is, you'll be square if you're not there. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you, Magic Jordan. Thank you. How do we find you online? How do we stalk you? How do we masturbate to our favorite pictures? I post all the good stuff on uh, Instagram mm -hmm. at Magic Jordan Music, and um, you can listen to me on Spotify. Look up Magic Jordan, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm looking to record people, so that's right, baby. You heard it here. We're looking to get you recorded by Magic Jordan at Drooping Rug Studios. Okay, baby? You get your shit together. You send them some demos. You send them to me. <laughs> and if they're good enough, I'll pass them on to Andy. Okay, you pieces of there, shit. There's a pecking order. Yeah, there is. <laughs> so get your shit together. Send in some demos. And if they're worth a damn... I'll get you recorded by one of the greatest producers in it's, all of Van Nuys. Well, your demo can can sound like shit. It doesn't matter. Your so. demo can sound horrible. We get the point. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck do you think is wrong with us? You think we hear a cool song, but we go, wow, the guitar wasn't recorded good enough. This song sucks. Yeah. No, we know what's good. More than you do. We are better than you, <laughs> and your songs aren't good until we work on them. I don't know if I can endorse that. Well, coming from me, <laughs> you suck. Andy is excited to work with you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Magic Jordan. <laughs> Thanks, dude. All right, bye. <laughs> Andy. Hey. Magic Jordan. Hey. Man, he sounds just like Andy. <laughs> Here's the deal. We didn't get to the worst dating experience, and I'm not going to leave you like that, okay? I wouldn't dream of it. Andy reminded me because I told him at the beginning of the podcast, if I forget anything, because I'm smart enough to know that, mm -hmm. tell me. So actually I reminded myself, so I'm that good. Yeah. So Andy... Tell us about the worst. The worst. Dating experience. Okay, the, the worst um, happened a few years ago. Um, we had been talking for a couple weeks, and she was like, just my type. And this is on Tinder? This is on uh, both, actually. Oh. We switched over to Bumble. So you started on Tinder. Started on Tinder, and then... Sounds like an We started on Tinder and ended on Bumble. <laughs> That's, yeah, country song. Yeah, yeah. the snaps. Yeah, yeah um, and I, uh, I, I'm not sure how the the physics of that, how that worked out. But uh, we decided to meet at the Liquid Zoo. It was kind of last minute, <laughs> which is where we met. Yeah, today. it's where we met a few hours ago. Um, and I'm really excited. I think, uh, you know, my my hopes are sky high. Man. <laughs> um, and she shows up, and uh, things are going well. We decided to do some karaoke, and um, did you break down the house? Uh, well, no. It's it kind of it, it goes the opposite, actually. Oh, I was God. being kind of, uh, admittedly, kind of a dick. Uh, uh, she, um, we were up there requesting our songs, and she said uh, she wanted to do respect. The the uh. re yeah, and that was my. Re I was like, I was like, oh, shouldn't we be pushing the karaoke envelope and doing deep cuts? Meanwhile, I requested Benny and the Jets, so yeah, that, that so was the hypocrisy bad. was yeah. right there. That's like right there with "I Will Survive." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I didn't realize at the time. And so I go up there, I do my Benny and the Jets, I do all my moves. It's pretty good. 
Um, and then, uh, and then she goes up and just kills it. I've good? never, yes, I've never. It was good, man. It was like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not just saying this. I was blown away. And so she comes off stage right. and I'm cheesing. I'm is like, she chubby? No, she is. Not All right. Chubby. I, I no. don't know why I asked that. <laughs> no, no, no. She's, she's like, yeah. She's felt. Yeah, she's felt. She felt. Um, and she comes off stage and I'm just like, it's like I'm like talking to a comedian after a show. I just like, I hate it. <laughs> she is a comedian. And she, she just happens to be a comedian. Okay, and so, so that's, that's, yeah, she's a comedian. And so I'm cheesing, I'm like, you're so, that was so amazing. And um, then for the rest of the date, she <laughs> pretty much just uh, clowns on me by everything I say. And uh, it's just kind of throwing me under the bus with jokes, not helping me out yeah. on the riff, you know, not giving me the benefit of the doubt yeah. on the stories. It's, and What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I deserved it. So because you doubted her. Yes. Job of doing Aretha Franklin. Yeah, I, I doubted her choice because yeah. I, thought, I thought I was being like punk You're rock the about pro. It. Yeah. You're like, this is how you do karaoke <laughs> at the Liquid Zoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know how many times I've done this? Listen, sister, if I can call you that. <laughs> <laughs> Is she a sister? No. She's a white chick. Yeah, yeah. She's white. Aretha Franklin singing comic. Um, and it was amazing. I don't know how funny she was, because she was being mean to me. I wish I knew her name. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you after this thing. And then I'll tell you guys after this thing. After that thing. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, do you have any other horrible ones? No, that was. Uh, they've all been mild to. All right. Well, that's good. That's not too horrible, guys. If you look at it this way, you can meet a good old buddy. You might not be attracted to her, but you'll be friends for years to come. Or you'll meet someone that you're very attracted to and inspired by that will come in and sing and then make fun of you the whole night. That's about uh, how it looks. Yeah, <laughs> that, Tinder dating. Yeah, yeah. Right about now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you guys want to, you have the option of sending in messages with any kind of shitty dating stories you guys got. So send them to me. I'll put a link up, and then we'll talk about it on the next show. All right, you little cocksuckers. Have a good night. <laughs>